This is Minnesota Today for Friday, January 13th. I'm NPR News reporter Hannah Yang. Here's our top story right now. The National Council on American-Islamic Relations said today it sees no evidence that a Hamlin University professor's showing of an image of the Prophet Muhammad was Islamophobic. Christy Marone reports. The nation's largest Muslim civil rights group released an official statement in response to the controversy. A Hamlin student complained after an instructor showed students a 14th century painting of the Prophet Muhammad. For many Muslims, viewing images of the Prophet is forbidden. The university chose not to renew the professor's contract. Some university officials and Minnesota's CARE chapter had previously labeled the incident Islamophobic. But the National CARE statement says the academic study of ancient paintings depicting the Prophet does not by itself constitute Islamophobia. It said it has seen no evidence the instructor had bigoted intent and said academics should not be condemned as bigots or lose their positions without justification. The organization also expressed support for Muslim students at Hamlin. I'm Kirstie Marone. Entertainment venue owners in Minnesota say they'll have an easier time keeping their doors open now that a $100 million tax bill has been signed into law. Actors, theater owners, and others in the entertainment industry received federal grants during the COVID-19 pandemic. And they said that the bill the governor signed yesterday will help them, since they can now deduct that federal aid on their state taxes. Dana Frank is the CEO and owner of First Avenue in Minneapolis. I feel like for the first time in probably almost three years, um, Minnesota's small businesses, venues, movie theaters, restaurants, um, those of us that were the first to close and the last to reopen can breathe a giant sigh of relief that we can finally breathe knowing that our businesses are secure. Student loan borrowers are also set to see relief under the new law. The bill does not address tax issues yet to come at the state capitol over Social Security taxes and possible rebates. The city of St. Paul has reached a settlement with the family of a man police killed eight years ago. Matt Sepik reports. The St. Paul City Council is expected to vote Wednesday on a $1.3 million settlement with the mother, grandmother, and aunt of Marcus Golden. Police officers fatally shot the 24-year-old black man outside a St. Paul apartment building on January 14, 2015. Officers said Golden drove at them at high speed when they approached him after he allegedly sent threatening messages to an ex-girlfriend. The incident happened before St. Paul police began wearing body cameras. A grand jury concluded that the shooting was justified and declined to charge the officers. The agreement also calls for Mayor Melvin Carter to appoint a member of Golden's family to the Neighborhood Safety and Community Council and for the city to install a memorial plaque and bench at Como Park to be paid for by Golden's family. I'm Matt Sepik. And here are some other stories we're watching. A polar bear that spent more than 20 years at the Lake Superior Zoo in Duluth, famously surviving the 2012 flood that inundated the zoo, has died. Berlin the polar bear died Wednesday at the Kansas City Zoo, where she had spent the past 10 years. She was 33 years old, the oldest polar bear in a zoo in the U.S. Berlin was born in 1989 and named after the Berlin Wall that fell that year. She arrived in Duluth a year later. In 2012, flash flooding swamped Lake Superior Zoo, and Berlin briefly escaped her enclosure. She was tranquilized and later transported to Como Zoo in St. Paul before moving to the zoo in Kansas City. The Minneapolis Public Housing Authority is breaking ground on 84, quote, 
deeply affordable homes across the city. 16 sites across the city will have modular homes with four or six units with two and three bedrooms. Abdi Warsami is the executive director of the Housing Authority. But what is exciting is they're going to have brand new units. And we haven't had that in the last 20 years. We haven't had this type of scale of adding to our family housing. So we're very excited about that. He says construction starts this month. Some of the homes should be ready by midsummer. In sports, the Timberwolves host the Phoenix Suns tonight in Minneapolis. The Wolves have won four of the last five games. And the Vikings continue preparing for Sunday's playoff game at U.S. Bank Stadium against the New York Giants. Center Garrett Bradbury participated in practice yesterday. He's been out in recent weeks with a back injury. Safety Harrison Smith, nursing a knee injury, was limited in practice. And here's a look at the weather. Tonight, it's mostly cloudy with lows between 7 to 15. Saturday is partly sunny with highs in the upper 20s north to mid-30s south. Later tomorrow night, it's mostly cloudy with lows in the 20s. Sunday, it's mostly cloudy with highs in the mid to upper 30s. On MLK Day, it's mostly cloudy with rain likely southeast. Chance of snow west central to northeast. Lows near 20 northwest to mid 30 southeast. With highs in the upper 20s northwest to upper 30 southeast. And that's it for Minnesota Today. Thanks for listening. I'm Hannah Yang. Kathy Werzer will have an update next week. Until then, stay healthy and stay safe.